Hey guys, welcome to another episode of Pursuing Jesus Podcast. My name is Shane Winnings, and I'm going to ask you a question today. Why do you wake up in the morning? What is the purpose of your life? Like, what what are you alive to do? Why do you exist? This is a super important question and something that we need to be able to answer as Christians. You know, people in the world, they'll do all these things that try to find themselves. They'll, they think maybe if I take a trip, you know, I'll find myself. If I travel the world, maybe I'll find myself. If I go into the woods for a week with no phone, maybe I'll find myself. Or if I climb the highest mountain, I'm here to tell you that you will not find yourself in creation. It is only through the creator. And God has given us the Bible. That is his word. And in that word, we can find who we are, why we were created. We are created by God and for God. So where, where did we come from? We came from God. We didn't come from monkeys. It doesn't say that he created monkeys and then they evolved into humans. God created male and female. The evolution thing is just, uh, it's, it's crap, even scientifically, there there have never been any bones found of this middle monkey man guy that, you know, the caveman who was like kind of monkey-ish but started to become a man. They've never found any DNA, any scientific anything. That That's because it never existed. But they sell you this lie and you need to know it in school and they push this theory of evolution and it doesn't it doesn't work like that. We were created by God, and we were created for God, and I want to help you today quickly. Not a long episode, but I want you to understand why you're waking up. I want you to be able to answer that question so that it's never in question, because if your life, if your purpose, if your destiny, if your identity, if your value is in question, then you're going to be in a lot of trouble. So hey, thanks for listening. Guys, Help us stay in the top 1% of all shared podcasts by sharing this. If these messages, if, if these episodes, if they speak to you at the end of the episode, please, or even if you're like halfway through and you're like, dude, this is just hitting all of the spots that I, I need in my life. This is hitting this area and this area. I need to send this to someone. Please do it. Forward it to friends and family. Um, don't underestimate, you know, if something impacted you, Surely it would impact someone else, someone close to you. Um, and also, you know, the the Kingdom School that we were running, I said in the last episode, it's going to be virtual for this first one because we've just we've got some really cool things going on that I can't share yet. But um, it's going to be a one-week intensive on identity, on gifts of the Spirit, on walking and healing and deliverance and prophecy and all of that. And uh, we're going to touch on f- biblical fasting and empower you to, to just really walk this thing out. And so um, by making it digital over Zoom, um, we can open it up to more people. And there's going to be plenty of time for lots of questions and back and forth discussion. I think it's going to be really helpful. And so if you're really interested in that, you can send me a DM on Instagram at Shane.Winnings. Um, I paid the $15 uh, to get verified because Meta finally is allowing that. So if it's not an account that has a blue check by it, and I have like 115,000 followers right now, if that's not it, don't DM them. Don't send them money. I, I'm never going to message you for money. I don't have an orphanage. Like guys, hundreds of people a month 
are being manipulated, scammed, lied to by so many fake accounts that I can't even keep up. I have a friend who works for Meta. They can't keep up. It's literally so much. So I finally, I've been trying to get verified um, almost like every other week for the last year and a half since this has become a problem, since I've become a missionary. I don't want people getting scammed. And uh, so Meta finally made a way that you can pay and they'll verify you. And guess what? <laughs> they didn't want to verify me before, but as soon as I give them 15 bucks, um, they'll do it. So whatever. People won't get uh, scammed anymore or not as much, I pray. And so anyways, um, all of that to say, send me a DM. It's the one with the blue check by it. If you don't have Instagram, you can email me at overcomers.tx for Texas, overcomers.tx at gmail.com. And just say, hey, I'm interested um, in applying for the thing. And we will send you the application. There is an application. And uh, I would love to, to have you at the school this summer, July 10th through the 14th. It's going to be Monday through Friday, 8 a.m. to noon. Um, it's going to be a powerful time. I hope we have 100, 200 people. And we can just really get some good conversations going. Finally, if you want to support our ministry, support this podcast, um, we're looking for... I think we're up to, we're almost in the 60s. We need 70 more people um, to give $30 a month or $1 a day. You can sign up at shanewinnings.com and then make sure you send me a DM on Instagram as well because I want to include you on our monthly donor Zoom, which is happening uh, here in the next couple of days. Now, let's get to it. Why are you waking up? Is it to be, you know, uh, a, a great businessman or woman? No, that's not why you're waking up. Is it to be, um, you know, maybe you maybe you serve in a job that the majority of the world would classify as noble. Maybe you defend our country. Are you waking up to be a patriot, you know, or to be a military? Mem- no. Are you waking up to be a husband or a wife? No. Are you waking up to be a parent? Is that why you're alive? Is to you were born to be a parent? No. That's not it. Because all of those things can go away. I remember when I was a cop and a woman had just lost her kid. Um, I think in a shooting or in some accident or something. I can't remember. It was like my third year as a cop. And she said, I was born to be a mom and now my kid is dead. And I have no reason to be alive. And that broke my heart because we are not alive for other people or to do a certain thing. Let me tell you why we're alive. We are alive to shine for Jesus Christ. And the way that you shine is you spend time with him and you get to know him. The Bible says that that Jesus died so that we could have eternal life. And Jesus says in John 17, 3, that eternal life is knowing him and the Father, knowing God. And Philippians 2 tells us that we live in the midst of a crooked and perverse generation among whom we shine as lights, holding fast to the word of life, which is the Bible. We were created to know God and know his son, Jesus Christ. And by knowing him, because he is the light of the world and he lives inside of us, we will then outwardly show the love of Christ everywhere we go, with the concept of changing the world around us so that everyone else 
will catch on fire for Jesus and will shine as a light. And the whole world will shine as a light. Now we know ultimately that there's going to be a great turn. There's going to be those who never say yes to Jesus. Um, That's not for us to figure out who that is. Because if we had that mentality, then we'd never go share the gospel because, hey, it's not even going to work. Not everyone's going to follow him anyways. You know, let's just focus on us and make sure we get... No way, man. Jesus told us to go to the ends of the earth and make disciples. He didn't say, you know, now some people aren't going to follow me. He didn't even mention that in the description. Like, hey, some people aren't going to follow you and, you know, you just you just kind of don't worry about them. Just do your own thing. There's places you avoid because, you know, they just generally don't like me. No, he said, I'm sending you out as sheep among wolves. You guys are going to be beaten. You're going to be hated. You're going to be thrown in jail. Some of you will be killed, but it's going to be worth it. There's no limitation on this sending. It's not, I've loved this. I just heard this the other, uh, like last week. It's not come and see. It's go and tell. We are called to go and reach the world for Jesus with the hope inside of us that every heart will turn. And let me tell you something. If you don't have a heart for everyone to know Jesus, even the people that hate him right now, then you are not in alignment with the Father's heart because the Bible says that it is God's desire that none shall perish. He wants all to come to him. Does he know that all, that, that all will not come to him? Yes, he knows that. Jesus died anyways. He died once for all, even knowing that all would not come. But that didn't change who he was or what he did. He still went to the cross. He still uh, did what he was born to do, which was die. He's the only man on earth who was born to die. That was his whole purpose, was to become sin in the flesh, on the cross, die, be resurrected, defeat sin, hell, death, and the grave, take the keys away from Satan, and, man, restore man's ability to know their creator. Now, from that place, you will be a good parent. You will be a good spouse. You will be a good employee. You will be a good citizen. Why? Because your motivation is different. You're not alive for earthly things. You're alive for God, but you're so heavenly minded that you actually are earthly good because you understand that while you desire to be with Jesus, you desire to be in heaven, and yes, life is hard, you understand that you have a purpose on this earth, and your purpose is to shine. And let me tell you something. Have you ever turned on your headlights in your car when it's 100 degrees outside and it's noon? Can you tell that the lights are on? Most likely not. You can't tell. Most people do not drive with their lights on midday. When does light shine the brightest? In the dark. You you know, you ever been on a late road trip or you go out to, you know, grab some milk or something late at night and you flip those lights on and it's bright instantly. You can see where you're going. You're not driving in the dark anymore. Come on, are you getting where I'm going with this? Light shines brightest when it is darkest. And so as Christians, we have to understand we're waking up in the midst of a crooked and perverse world. We are waking up in an evil world, but we are called to redeem the time, the Bible says. We are meant to be a light. Now, the light of God inside of us, it illuminates our path. 
the Bible says that your word is a lamp to my feet and a light to my path. So in one instance, the, the light of the world, Jesus Christ in us, he illuminates our path. He shows us where to go. He leads and he guides us. But there is another um, element to this light where it is not just for you. Jesus says that uh, 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 you're a city on a hill, right? He talks about a light. You, uh, you put it on a lampstand. You don't hide it under a basket. It is meant to shine for the whole town. Think about a lighthouse. It provides light. It provides um, direction. It, it, it is a warning of, hey, the, the, the coast is approaching. Be careful. But it also... Uh, helps um, captains and, and and those who are steering the ship to navigate. We serve multiple purposes where the light within us guides us and the light within us radiates outward to guide others. It's why you're alive. And guess what? You can shine as a military member. You can shine as a cop. You can shine as an entrepreneur. You can shine as a business owner. You can shine as a spouse. You can shine as a parent. That's why you're waking up. You're waking up to show the love of God everywhere you go. In order to have love to show, you got to spend time with the one who is love. God is more than just loving. He is love itself. God is love. Love apart from God makes no sense whatsoever. There's no other way to describe love except that it is God. And Paul begins to um, put some descriptors to what that is like in the flesh. First Corinthians 13, it's patient, it's kind, it's, it doesn't boast, it's not proud, it doesn't keep account of a suffered wrong, it doesn't seek its own, it doesn't rejoice in bad things like it hopes all things. It endures all things. It tells you what love is. But you can't just try to do those things. You have to become love, and that will be a natural response of your life. One way to shine is to spend time with the Lord. Let Him mold and shape your heart because He's the master potter, and you are the clay, and you have to get in there and and give yourself to Him to work on you. And as he's working on you, he's going to form you and he's going to make you. And as you go out in the world, your natural response over time will look more and more like Jesus. You don't have to try. You don't, you don't have to try to produce godly fruit. It will be a natural reaction. It will be a natural response because your root is being changed where you were once rooted in the world and rooted in self, you are now rooted and grounded and established in God. And how many of you know that when you plant a tree, it doesn't fully mature in a day? That root system is going to grow and grow and grow. The tree is going to get more and more and more stable, and it's going to produce more and more and more fruit. This is a lifelong process. And so just understand that as you go, you're going to learn, and you're going to you know, be corrected, and you're going to be disciplined and led and guided and you're going to be pruned and it's not because you're in trouble you prune what you care about because you want the fruitful parts to be more fruitful and the dead weight has to come off pruning has to happen but all of this comes from a a life that is surrendered to God because he's a gentleman 
And it says he disciplines his kids. He chastens those whom he loves. And so I want to ask you, have you given yourself to God to do this to you? Have you said, Lord, I I want you to discipline me. I want you to prune me. I want you to, to show me in life the things that I'm missing and encourage me. And I want you to be a real father to me. It's not just a catchy saying that God is our father. He really is. He is our father in heaven. And he will treat you like a father would treat his child. You just have to surrender to him. And as you do this, over time, you will naturally see the fruit of that relationship sprout or spring up. And not only will you see it, others will see it. And when you see a tree that's got beautiful fruit, like you want that. You're like, man, that looks good. I want that. People are going to look at your life and say, I want what you have. Does that mean you're perfect? No. Are you going to make mistakes? Yes, we all do. We all do things we wish we hadn't done or we, we, we had a lapse in judgment. We thought this was a good idea. We thought this was going to work out and then it didn't. And we're just like, Ugh. that is part of the Christian life. Have some grace with yourself. No one is perfect. And if anyone appears to be perfect, just know that they're not. And if anyone says that they're perfect, know that they're not. It just means, hey, we're, we're, we're all growing. We're, we're all um, trying to just love God the best we know how. But one thing's for sure. There will be godly fruit. And... It's important as we go that we surround ourselves with other people who are producing that godly fruit and who are going to stir us, stir us up in good works like we're called to do, who are going to help us fan to flame that fire for God that's within us, that are going to help ignite um, it's just sparks that come into our life, friends that are going to come and throw a log on your fire by just you know prophesying over you or praying for you or speaking life into you or you know you're you're doing a devotional together you you meet with a friend and iron is sharpening iron and you know you're challenging each other in love in the word or in life you know hey how are you doing hey how's your marriage how's your money how are you you know and and when you're doing all of these things you are becoming more like Jesus and that is the purpose of your life everything else comes from that everything else is easy When you go to work, if your boss is a jerk or whatever, well, you're not working for him. The Bible tells us we do everything unto Jesus. And if you serve Jesus well, you will serve your boss well. And that means that you understand that Jesus sees everything. He sees the work that you put in. He sees the things that no one else does. He sees the sacrifices. He sees how you're being taken advantage of in certain situations. And guess what? when you take it patiently, when you endure, and when you just say, Lord, I know you see what's going on. That doesn't mean that you always put up with stuff, but I'm just saying there's times when, you know, people just kind of take take advantage of your, your uh, ability. Maybe you work really hard, so you get dumped with all the extra stuff, but no extra pay, or maybe they, they're taking advantage of you always saying yes, and so they'll give you all the crappy stuff. But what are you going to do, quit your job? You know, if, what if you're called to be there? You take that stuff patiently. God sees it. And I'm telling you, over time, people will go, how are you so just the way you are? I see how you're being taken advantage of. I see this. I see that. 
one, you understand, look, I'm not working for that boss. I'm working for God. I know he sees it. I know there's a reward for me. And I know that I'm just called to serve here faithfully. I'm working unto the Lord. And through that, my boss will be blessed. Two, when you, when you endure it patiently, when you, when you respond like that, when the rest of the world wouldn't, it really is noticeable. And people all of a sudden are like, man, what? how are you like that? And you can then tell them why you are shining the way that you are. It's because of Jesus, because you spend time with him, not just because you're some Sunday Christian. Amen? I've been that, and there's no life there. But now I love spending time with God every day, and uh, I know what he paid for. And I'm living the life that he paid for, and it is so fulfilling. Doesn't mean it's easy. Sometimes it's hard. I've had some of the worst Uh, circumstances in life that I've ever had since I've been born again, and I've had more peace and joy than I've ever had. So no one said this life would be easy, but Jesus did say he'd be with us. Amen? Come on, I hope this helps you. Look, you're alive to shine. That's it right there. Shine for Jesus, and the way that you get that light burning in you is you spend time with him. And no trial, no deceitfulness of riches, no issues of life is going to take you out or put a basket over your head you are going to keep running this race well. Amen? Hey, if this encouraged you, please share it with someone. And if you like this kind of teaching, maybe this is your first podcast you stumbled across, one, please subscribe to the podcast. But two, we're going to be nailing this stuff down in this kingdom school. And again, the first one is online. They're going to be in person in the future. We just can't make it happen this summer. But make sure that you um, send me a DM, say, hey, I want to come to the Kingdom School on Zoom, and we'll get you the application. God bless you guys. We'll see you tomorrow.